Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Hunt the World. That was a heavy breath from Mr. Brian Martin. I am Brian Mayman, co-founder of Rolling Bones Outdoors. And with me to the left is mountain man breathing heavy today, Brian Martin. Across the table, the one and only Brad Dana. And then to my right, I always give him a little bit of an intro because he has to listen to all this stuff and edit it out. And that is COVID-loving Brian. Three Brian's. Leslie. I'm the only Brad here. So Brian Leslie, we've had to we've had to send him invite by text. Hey, we're all COVID free. We we check our stuff at the door and uh, anyway, just have a little our, fun with it. Our him. editor Brian came in with a little COVID chip on his shoulder today, didn't he? I've never I've never seen him as fired up as he was. I, I know my mother about COVID. It was good though. <laughs> So, so, so I have to tell you this, okay? N- nobody you know is going to listen to this, Brian. Uh, anyway, anyway, I got to tell you this, okay? My, my mother used to come in and shake her finger at me, and she used to say, "You, you just always have to be picking." Picking, picking. And that's right, picking at the COVID, Brian. So, anyway, hey, today we're going to talk about black bear, black bear hunting, U.S., Canada, baited dogs, spot and stalk. Have you ever done a dog hunt, Brian Mayman? Yes, I have. Oh, Northern, have you? Northern Wisconsin. That'd so, be fun. I have so, not done that. So here's it. It took you forever to draw. Pomeranians don't count. No, no. Um, we used real hounds. But here's the thing. That's in Northern in northern Wisconsin, there's a lot of houndsmen, and they actually love to do it. So they, they put out baits to run the dog, the bears off the baits. Oh. And, and so they do both, but it's, uh, it's a big thing up there. And it's a lot of fun. I got to oh. tell you. It, I, I, okay. It's, it's like this. <laughs> Okay, it's like this. What's the best way to hunt a bear? However, I'm going to be hunting it. I, I love it. It's like saying this. Uh, we had a, a few years ago, we had this huge controversial, and we got hate mail on our Facebook because I had my nine-year-old son at the time. He's 18 right now. Flat bill hat. Uh, yep, with a flat bill hat. <laughs> right, I remember And that. I took him out, and we killed a turkey with an AR. Got hate mail for shooting him with a rifle, too. We got, we got hate mail. Shot him with a rifle, shot him with an AR. What are you teaching this kid? His mom was there. His mom, Lindley was crying. It was emotional. He wanted to eat the thing. You know, he was like, Dad, let's make sure I wanted to mount it. He was so proud. Hey, man, if you it. haven't bugled turkey with a rifle, bull, bull you turkey have, hunting. right? Bull turkey hunting. That's, well, I mean, how much harder is it to shoot him with a 12-gauge at 10 steps Sitting in a blind, I don't get that. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I never did get that hate mail on that deal. I, I, or, know. I it's like, super sad because it's super fun. And so, so my thing is, people go, "Oh, you shouldn't run bear with a dog. You shouldn't bait them. You should just spot and stalk them." Uh, mm, really, I've done all three. Got to tell you, I've killed a bear doing all three. And you know what? Amazing fun, all three. Different well, experiences, crazy good. Well, to say either one is unethical compared to the other one is super judgmental because at the end of the day, the bear's dead. 
And the faster you killed him, whether that's shooting from a bait pile or shooting him out of a tree with the dogs, he, um, is, it, it, the worst thing you do is gut shoot him and chase him for an hour or lose him, you know? So if you can kill him with one shot or two quick shots, that's way more ethical than that. No matter what you do, I mean, that, that's another debate. I hate it when guys say, well, it's okay to, if, you, if you spot and stalk him, but if you chase him with a dog, it's not okay. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, if you can selectively shoot bigger bears and not shoot sows because you have a dog or bait, isn't that probably better than shooting sows with, with cubs that you don't see there in the bushes because you didn't wait long enough to shoot the damn Great thing? Great perspective. And it's Phenomenal. like this is a total bullshit argument, right? Exactly. So <laughs> I, didn't, I, I said I didn't have a lot to say because – now here's a perspective that is different <laughs> because I do have a little bit to say. Bear hunting, you can do it in the spring. If bears would grow horns – this thing would be like total game on for me because I, I mean, I, can you see a great big old buck brewing? That'd be cool. But anyway, you can hunt in the spring, which you can't deer hunt in the spring. You can't elk hunt in the spring. You can't hunt antelope in the spring. Well, you're thinking North America. Right. You get on a plane, non-COVID time, and you can fly and do hunt the stuff with horns and antlers and everything That's true. else the rest of the year. That is true. COVID, COVID, COVID. <laughs> so, so, but, but no, but, but if, if, again, we just talked about uh, DIY and guided hunts, if you're willing to go guided, you have uh, 24-7, basically 365 seasons. Someplace in the world you can go hunting something. You mean, right. You're right. No, no, you know what? So, I, had a, but, I had a mentor of mine in financial services. It's funny because he said that one time. He said, listen, the reason you need to make a lot of money is because the birds are always flying somewhere. The fish are always binding somewhere. And somewhere in the world, it's always hunting. And you can always go surfing, golfing, whatever. It's always it, doing there's something it, it, somewhere. There's always something going on. But but let's let's stay focused. Let's stay on focused bear. on the black bears. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do you, you I do have to say, you know, let's let's do this one first. Let's let's do the dog hunting. You, you know the funniest dog story? Yes. You're talking about baiting and dog. <laughs> well, this is from an old timer <laughs> that's like 30 years old. <laughs> I mean, this is 30 years ago he told me this. But he said, you know what we used to do when we caught a bear that we, we couldn't catch him and we had like a slow hunter? <laughs> he said you take a bag of dog food because you can bait him legally. And he said you put about, uh, I don't know, quite a few pounds of salt in it. And he said you hang it up and the bear, you know, knocks it and the salt sticks to the... He said that bear will eat all the food... Way too much salt. He goes down to the creek and overdrinks on the salt. <laughs> now he says he gets a so big gut ache. You don't. Then he said. Then he said. Then you just turn the dog loose and he said you catch him every time. You don't speed the hunter up. You slow the bear down. <laughs> now I don't recommend that. And this guy is probably seven years old and hadn't done that for thirty years. But I thought it. I mean, not really. Hey, you know what? It gives perspective. Legal or illegal? I don't really think illegal, but super funny because not necessarily. Not necessarily something I would do or recommend doing, but that's a, that's a, that's the old timers, you know. Like right? No, I get it. They always have their stories. I love it. I, I have to tell you, from a dog hunting perspective, let, let let me let me tell you my perspective from dog hunting. It there's nothing more of a charge than coming up with a bunch of dogs with a, with a bear up in a tree, ornier than stink. But what's more exciting than that? is the big ones that don't treat. The biggest ones typically don't treat. Right. And when they see you, you have to be very careful. Um, I've seen bears jump from 10, 15 feet out. You can't even get a shot at them. They're leaping over the dogs. Now you don't even catch them. They're such athletes. The biggest bears, though, the guys who hunt them with grizzlies, so the, the guys who hunt grizzlies with dogs, they don't want ultra-aggressive dogs. They want dogs that kind of keep them... Going right, and they're let, almost let, scared of them. Yeah, and so what they'll do is they'll they'll, they'll uh, hear the dogs, and they know the road. They know where the cut lines are. They know where the meadows are, 
And with a GPS tracking collars, you know where the dogs are going. So they'll just get ahead of them, wait on the cut line. Let the dog. And then the bear comes out, and you have a, usually get one good clean shot at him. And you need to kill. That's, it's dangerous, though. That's where a lot of the houndsmen don't like because the bear's on the ground. And if you don't hit him right, or if they're a short bear, then it's not a very trophy bear, but you can hit the dog. So you have to be very careful. That's why they're not super aggressive dogs that back off from the bear. Right. They but you need up. to kill it because if you wound it, the bear will instantly go for the dogs and kill dogs. So that's why most of your hunting guides, the bear hunting is super fun. But if you get a big mean one, out, and if you shoot him up out of the tree with a 338 or 4570, by the time he hits the ground, he's usually dead. They have a lot of fight in them when they're on the ground and being chased by a dog <laughs> exactly. for two hours. And I've seen them. I mean, the, I've seen the guide go up, and the guy, hunter makes a bad shot. He'll literally go and put the gun right by the bear's head and shoot it because they're chewing on one of his dogs. Well, that, so that's what to, I'm it's, saying. It gets, it, it it's, gets it's a western. rodeo. It's a rodeo, exactly. It's, it's a lot like bird hunting. Why do guys go bird hunting a lot? It's usually because the guys who do it all the time, they love their dogs. I, 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 and and that's, that's what exactly what I was going to say. The other thing is you've never seen a passion that a hunter that has a dog feels until he walks up and they just bade this giant bear that they've been hunting for yep. weeks. And that dog, that houndsman is so proud of his dogs. He'd care less about the kill. Now, the, the animal's going to get killed, but he is just amazingly, amazingly impressed with, with what just happened. And I, so for me... I know there's a lot of controversy about dog hunting bears. It's only controversy when you don't have any opinion. It seems like everybody who has an opinion about it has never done it. Yeah. It's like having an opinion about a steak and only eating sushi your whole life. No, you got to try steak before having an opinion about steak. said, so if you haven't gone dog hunting, don't give me your opinion. I don't give a crap. It's useless. It's funny because so, dog yeah. guys, like, I'm a lab guy. I've had however many a labs. A lab right? guy or a lab a guy? A lab. Labrador retriever. So... But our hound, our houndman, like Ty, he's got what 20, 20 of those. What kind of hounds does he have? Those black are and tans. <laughs> They're black and tan hounds. They really? live outside. No, they are. They yeah. just bark and well, howl. Kind of, and that's the kind of. I dog. mean, the, 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 this his his number one dog. Ty's number one dog. Still, Brian. Every time we go out there, gives him a chunk of a beef stick, and the goal is let's see if I can touch him this year, right? It's just Cause funny because they're so skittish, you know. And well, that's not that's that guy probably honestly doesn't have very good dogs if they're that skittish. If they can't, the guys I know that are really fussy with dogs, they they like to be able to handle them and and they want Brian to be around and you to be. They don't want mm. any fights with each other. And if they, they, I know some guys have a couple that are like that skittish, and they can be awesome. But generally, if they're too skittish, it means probably somebody abused oh, them. Oh, we can or touch something. blue now, but it took a it took a f- package of beef sticks. <laughs> hey, as long as they don't bite you. But the hard part is when you try and catch them and stuff. And you, I, I I've been with guys, and you can't catch a dog. You gotta, it, these dogs aren't mean; they're just shy. No, they're hard and, to catch, and, though. And and he he has good handles. He's a good yeah. dog. He, yeah. he he's 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 great with his dogs. So so let's move. Dog on. guys might even be more crazy than horse girls. I don't know no, which dog, ones are more no, crazy. You're exactly right. That's actually a great analogy. <laughs> dog guys are more crazy than horse girls because it's like that they just live for their dogs. And you know what? One little perspective on dog hunting, and then let's move to spot and stalk, and then let's go to baited. Um, I got a phone call from an outfitter. Hey, come down here. Like to have you go kill a lion behind a dog. And I thought, nah, okay, no big deal. I'm going to go down, go to Colorado. This will be a uh, walk in the park. Mm-hmm. At 3.30 in the morning, when I'm drenched with sweat, after hiking this cat out of a crevasse basically in the middle of the Colorado Rockies 
I was like absolutely exhausted. <laughs> they had to go back two miles to get. It was one That's of the a most physically physical. brutal thing. Oh, brother. And plus, what, what it's hard, you know, because you can't wear a ton of clothes and you got to have some layering. Clothes, yeah, then, yeah, it, it was nuts. So anyway, um, so let's talk about spot and stalk. Well, well, actually, two things. What I love about dog hunting that none yes. of the other hunting. Let's go have. back and talk about that then. Okay, dog. the first thing about dog hunting, <laughs> you can hunt dogs until, like when spot and stalk is not any good because the, the grass on the, on the edge of the road and, and the slides is not as thick as the grass on the trees, you can't see the bears. And the really big bears will come nocturnal. So you're going to be shooting small ones, or you're going to have to sit just on one spot and get lucky to kill them. And even some of the really smart bears that come in the bait will come in after dark. The nice thing about a dog hunt, you can hunt all day long, just like ibex and sheep hunting. Like animal hunting. So any time of the day, you can cover a lot of ground. You can drive the road. You can walk. But you don't even know sometimes what bear you're going to catch. So it's kind of exciting. So you get a lot of action um, and, and a lot of opportunities. And that you don't have to shoot the bear. The, the dogs love it when you treat a bear and you don't kill. They get to go keep hunting. Um, but what you really know is you know if you're shooting a male, you're female. And there's certain places where there are really big bears. And the, the outfitter will specifically take the dogs there and turn them loose. Um, let's say a big rear ran across the road, which you would have no chance of getting on with the dogs. You can selectively target big animals, and you can hunt them all day long, and you can hunt them after the good, uh, after the good, the main prime spot in stock season. So you can hunt right when the snow snow melts, and there's not many bears out, and you can hunt them right through their bear rut, which is in late May and early June, and it gives you another half a month of bear hunting. Really, I like and it. It's super high success, and it's and it's honestly way more fun. Um, and you can hunt outfitters and hunters that have a lot of bears in thick brush country that you can't hunt any other way. Like BC doesn't allow bear hunting with, uh, with bait. Bait, yeah. You can go out there and hunt, um, you know, and go for it. And so that's what makes it wonderful. Yeah, I don't even want to open this can of worms, but you know what one of the most illogical, unlogical things I've ever seen or heard? Would it be ill or un? Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Voting for Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that for sure. 1,000%. Wearing now, a face mask and, while and, you're driving and, 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 okay, and a talk on. show with Oprah it, Winfrey. It is hold illogical. On. L- listen, <laughs> listen, what was I going to say before that? <laughs> I was going to say something. One of the things, the most illogical things oh, about bear hunting. Thank you. No, you're okay. Are you Brit- saying we got off no, a tangent? No, no, British Columbia. Think this thought with me, okay? <laughs> you can't bait a deer to kill it. Yes, you can. In British Columbia, you can. You can't bait a bear. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. You, that, you said right. it wrong. You, you, I said it wrong. You're dyslexic today. You, 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 I, I, I am dyslexic. You you're you're can, gender fluid you today. You can bait a deer. You can bait a deer who is not a carnivore, who has no... It, it, you can bait a deer. Bait a deer. Kill a deer. No problem. You can bait the damn things. But you can't bait a bear because that would be bad. But you can t- chase them with dogs at least. But at least you, you can do one of the two evils. No, I understand, but I'm like, the deadly what, sins. what's the logic of this? Okay, so spot well, bear, and stalk. Bears and lions. I, I don't. That that's. I didn't even. I I don't get that. I don't get why people. Well, good luck killing a bear, uh, a lion without a bear. I mean, without a dog. It can happen. Brad but if killed you, two. But if you do it, that means there's too many lions. Well, there's too many lions, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen lions in the wild a few times. I've even watched them breed once on a summer trip in July. And I can tell you that it's very, I've never had a shot at a mountain lion in my life that I could have killed during daylight hours in the wild without dogs. That's saying something. Never. He spent a lot of time in the road. I've been yeah. tracked by mountain lions before, followed out the, the trailhead. My friend was about 15 minutes behind me, and the mountain lion followed me for like a mile. I've called, I've gotten pretty good at calling them in, but the, here's the problem is it is time intensive, and at some point, how many lions Bobcats does it get? Bobcats and stuff shoot? come in better. Mm-hmm. 
usually because there's more of them. And more bike. So, so spot and stalk. Best, best place to do it. Wherever there's big canyons and big mountains, you can see a long distance. Yep. So I would say in the lower 48, Wyoming is good. Montana is good. Snake River, Salmon yep. River, Breaks in Idaho. Yep. Super. Emnaha River well, they have tons, in Oregon. Yeah, they have tons of bears. Tons too. of, and you know what? Most people think of bear hunting, and they immediately go to Canada. They go, oh, I got to go to Canada. I got to go to Canada. Actually, tell you what, great DIY hunts in Alaska if you have a boat or where on, you go. I was just going to say that. I did a DIY hunt in Alaska, Mark Casavan and I, and uh, unbelievable. Hire a transporter, take you down around uh, out of Homer, down out of Seward, um, get down out there. It, it's, it's an amazing hunt. Amazing you, hunt. Black bears, there's tons of bears in places in Alaska. I really want to do that boat hunt in Alaska that we have. How it would be so but, freaking but again, much fun. You need to if you're going to hunt the ocean, you better know what you're doing because you can get your. Well, no, no, no. We would we would hire transport. No, no. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, yeah. But but you still got to understand it because I've seen guys. The tides can change six, ten, twelve feet. Well, for, for for guys like us, it doesn't. For guys like me, it doesn't make sense to go hunt around the ocean because I don't I don't carry a tide chart. I didn't grow up on the Your ocean. Your best is to drop have a guy yeah. drop you off. Let you go hunting, and you call with the radio, and you get picked up, and it's way fun. You don't have to manage the boat. Because yeah. I know guys that know how to line the boat back out with anchors and ropes, and they can put it out there. So when the tide goes up and down, their boat's still where they want to be. We know if how to do If you don't know that. how to do that, you got to be careful or have a little rubber dinghy. just we do it in reverse. <laughs> We've got ourselves in pickle on that tide chart thing before. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Have we learned some things in Alaska. Um, so, you know, that, uh, honestly, that's why we're doing the podcast well, the, because they, they, we want to help you not have some of these issues. But let's go back to the United States here real quick. Spot and stalk. Let's, give me, get, let's go to the, the, the best four places. Number one would be Alaska. I would say number two would be Wyoming. Would you not? Um, Wyoming, Idaho. On, honestly, Idaho. I would probably give the nod to Idaho. You can shoot two bears there. You can hunt them with dogs, and you can bait them. So, so Idaho, so Alaska, Idaho, then Wyoming or Montana. Wyoming. Mm, you know, I haven't hunted bears in Mon Wyoming. I hunted them in Montana a bit. Hunted them in Oregon. I think any place that I've has a lot, any, pl any place that too. has a lot of elk. Any place that has a lot of elk and a lot of mountains that have south, east, west slopes, and you can get in, there's going to have good bears. There I, you go. I, I don't think I'd say it's a good way to scout and look. If you if you have a certain area that you like to hunt elk, say like Idaho or maybe Montana, I would say go hunt that area for bears, learn it, and then it's a scouting trip for your elk hunting trips. Here's the other thing that you should know listening here today: we have hunts from twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred bucks, one week hunts. That included Merriam Turkey and Bear, and we have 60-70% uh, success ratio on these things. Not the turkeys, that's like 100%. Um, but but it Bear in Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho, all you got to do is get a hold of us. People think, a lot of people's perspective is, got to go to Ontario, got to go to Manitoba, got to go to Saskatchewan, 5000 bucks, kill a bear. No, no. Sounded like you no, there. No. no, no. Sounded like you there. Get a hold of us and let's go hunting. That, that's well, serious. At the end of the day, your guided black bear hunts are probably your best value in guided hunts in the West because you don't have to draw a tag in a lot of areas. Right. Um, it's relatively inexpensive. There's a lot of outfitters who do it half, half or third the price of a mule deer elk hunt with the same amount of logistics. So if you don't know where to go, probably it is the cheapest big game hunt you can book generally over the counter without any drawing. And that's the nice thing about a bear, literally for three grand. And for sure, up to five. Five grand will get you a bear hunt almost any place, baited dogs or not, unless you're hunting parts of Canada. Basically, Vancouver Island 
is the only place that bear hunts are more than six thousand dollars. Those are expensive. Most bear hunts are between twenty-two fifty and and fifty-five hundred dollars. And in places, yeah, a lot of places in Canada and Idaho, you can shoot two bears. We have a we have Alaska, and Alaska. I think it's also two bears. Yeah, and we have the boat. We have the boat um, deal Mm -hmm. that you. It's DIY boat charter. We line it all up for them. But if they have a group of four or five. I think it's priced down to thirty five hundred bucks a piece, and they're building. On, and when you say that, that's a yacht. That's a what's that? A sixty foot yacht or yeah, some and, some and, doggone thing it, that you you it, hire the transporter. Yep. They don't help you hunt. That they they can't. No, they they, they give they, you a dinghy. They yeah, take you to the. You go store. in and you eat like a king well, or it's queen. A, it's a fishing for you. trip too because you're out there fishing, and so so that was a that was an illegitimate, unnecessary well, shot that shows your maturity level is super low. It was kind of funny. But, if you, but, if you, really. but the, nice thing, the nice thing about spot and start hunting out west, I mean, my first black bear hunts were full-on backpack hunts. When I went to Oregon State University out in Corvallis, we had to, actually had to apply for black bear tags if we wanted to hunt the east slope, and um, which is like uh, like Legrand and everything, um, Wallawa. I used to hunt the Yamnaha River. Did you and ever that's kill one? A, Oh, yeah. We killed a couple, but it was hard. I mean, we're talking full-on... Harder hunting as you can do. I mean, you go out there, we spend, spend two like or three sheep nights hunt. sheep hunting totally. That, the river, the Imnaha River, Snake River, you're talking two, three, four, five thousand foot deep canyons. Literally, the, one of the deepest canyons in the United, United States is the, it actually the, the deepest from top to bottom is, um, is the Snake River between Idaho and, and, and uh, Oregon. So all those ri- river valleys that flow into it, like the Imnaha, many 2,000 foot descents down one and up the other side. So it was a real bugger packing them out. But it was fun. It was all spot and stock. When I first started doing it, they had bear hunting uh, with dogs. And I remember watching the, 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 some of the dog guys chase the bears. It was pretty cool. But, yeah, and then some of these places have a lot of color phase bears. So it's... Um, well, it, I know uh, Montana and Wyoming have a ton of color phase bears. Idaho is a fair bit, but Montana and Wyoming are great if you're looking for a color phase bear. Okay, baiting. I've killed several bear over a bait. And I've had people say, oh, yeah, there's no sport in it. And... Yeah, you know, I don't There's know. sport. It's, it's recreational activity. There's, and and yeah. if you like bear meat, you can get bear meat. you got to cook the crap out of it. But I don't know. Shooting him with a bow, sitting on a stand and shooting him with a bow, having him come in there, and knowing where, you know, like Manitoba, you can kill two. They are thick. I've seen as many as 15, 18 bear in, uh, um, in one sit. I mean, Mark Castafan had one climb up above him. Got down out of the thing, and, and the guide says, okay, now when we drop you off, you always got to check up above you because you might have ran a bear up above you. Yep. So what does Mark not do? He he, I mean, he, he was just, distracted with his gummy bears. Oh, and, and, and he was and, and chewing and sticking himself, in his ear. And, and entertaining himself right. on his own camera. Oh, look at me. And then and, and then he's like, what? What's, what's above me? Is it <laughs> raining? Yeah, it's raining bark, and there's a bear sitting above me. <sighs> But you know it's Mark, so he gets down and um, offered up a gummy bear, and everybody left in peace. Yeah. I've had some fun. I've never shot a bear off of a bait, but I've sat there with guns a few times and messed with them, and it's fun. I actually like sitting on the ground with them because they'll come up and check you out. But generally, the biggest ones won't come in. Me, if I was going to do a bear bait, I would have a great big cut line, and I would sit up in an elevated stand or on the side of a hill, three hundred yards away, where they didn't know I was there, and sneak up over. And I would snipe them at long range because that's how the big ones come in. When they know you're at the tree stand, the big ones will a lot of times wait and leave. And so that's why the guys at the trail cameras will know there's one here. And they'll actually, the really good outfitters will target specific big old bears that are, say, 9, 10 plus. And they said, okay, this, bi- this tree stand has a chocolate that comes in. And then they'll put a guy in the stand and they might not come in. 
and the way you bait them and how you do it and when you start. Yeah, it's kind and the of way art. It's a real art. Yeah. And, and, and some, ba- some guys just throw out slop and throw it every. The other yeah. guys will get, have big freezers and they collect meats. And they have and they collect right ratios. snacks yeah. and cookie doughs and everything all year round. Yeah, and, and they go, you can't. And it's a really, it's so funny. You can't just dump candy out because they'll get a bellyache. They'll quit coming there's in. There's guys that use oats with oh. molasses. There's guys that just use donuts. Yeah, but if you feed, I mean, how many donut holes can you eat before it becomes the bear actually gets kind but, of old with it? But the best bear outfitter I was ever at from a tree stand or a baiting perspective, he had an old cement mixer, literally, and he put oats in there and made his own concoction because he could get bears, and he said the whole And he just left the cement mixer out there in the field. Yeah, yeah, and he just right there, and you dumped the stuff in that back of the truck, and you put it out there, and then they dumped it in pails, and they went out, and we did all our baiting, and it was, there was a science to it that was amazing, and he killed big, big bears every year, and uh, I don't know. I, I killed yeah. a bear. I killed a bear. Three years ago, we, uh, Brandon, Neil, and I were up bear hunting, and we got in, and, and the outfitter says, listen, we have a rogue bear, and uh, he's been known to jump in the back of the buggy while we've been in the buggy with the bait and get madder than stink and, and, and get aggressive with us. And we're like, what? He was, yeah, I don't want to put you in this stand because that's what's going to happen. Well, we got they in just there. just don't shoot his ass. Well, here's what happened. We got in there. The thing charges like three times. And I'm like, back bear. And he's like, stang, dang, 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 snapping his teeth. And I'm bad. I, so, so I told Brandon, I said, the next time he comes in, next time he comes in, if he gets. So he's like six feet away. I pulled my bow back. And Brandon's like, are you going to do it? I says, oh, yeah. This guy deserves one of these. And. We, I, I, I fed him. So I fed him an ACC, and that big bully didn't have much to say. To answer that, that question, was it no, you even you, the <laughs> even <laughs> you took a baited sit in the stand bear hunt, and you turned it into spot and stock. So I, I know which one you like better. Yes, yes, you, you, yeah, yes, exactly. So you can go watch that on YouTube. Yeah, that's a shameless plug for our YouTube. But go to YouTube and watch all our stuff. Um, but from a bow, for guys that are bow hunters, but it was exciting. It's, yeah. it, it, they are actually probably one of the best animals to hunt, but honestly, one of the easiest animals to lose. I would say my guide friends say the animal they lose the most of all the animals they guide is black bears. So I found your really, really best black bear hunters, the guys that do spot and stock and or bait, um, if they can and it's legal, they will have a dog there. Uh, so they'll have a buddy on call or whatever that comes when the guy wounds a bear. They'll, they'll Even one dog will catch a wounded bear. And that's always a good thing. So when you're looking, when I'm looking at guys, I also look for outfitters that have that as an option, uh, especially for bow hunters. But it's really easy to wound a bear with a bow. People forget how much hair they have and their vitals, and you hit them too far back, or and their blood—they don't—they don't bleed as well. Even too far forward, <laughs> they're really easy to kill when you hit them right, but really hard to kill when you hit them wrong. It's interesting because some of the outfitters prefer you use mechanicals on bears that would cuss you up and down if you tried to bring a mechanical for an elk. Well, well most of the time, because they're perfectly broadside at the bait, and they're not <laughs> going to have much of an angle shot, but. If you're if you're hunting an animal, you have to a lot of quartering away or quartering to a shots. So definitely, the mechanical has its uh, limitations. I don't. I, I got another shameless plug for YouTube. I killed a bear. It was, it's actually a good video to go watch. I was just thinking. I killed a bear, and it's on Book the Hunt. It's on our old uh, our, our old, old YouTube channel. It's called Book the Hunt um, dot com, and that's the YouTube channel. But we on one of those DIY hunts, we killed a, a bear from the boat at 400 yards plus yards. The boat was floating. You got to shut it off. Perfectly legal. But we shot that sucker, and uh, you could see the water fall off of it. And and I tell you what, I was never more scared when we walked into that right. that jungle after well, that bear. That we, wasn't we, a that wasn't a slam dunk shot. So, but 
No, but even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once mm-hmm. in a while. So anyway, um, and, and being, and what'd you call me? Did you, were you, did you make a, a, a feminist statement before about me? Or I something? said you eat, like to eat like a queen. Mm, yeah. Well, just, a couple tricks with bears, though. I mean, we were talking about processing bear that. <laughs> um, if you're going with an outfitter that has a freezer uh, near, most of them are smart. They don't want to have to flush them. So if you're going on some of these pack-in trips. You, and it's hot out, you you got to treat them just like you would a stone sheep in August or a mountain goat. you got to get the uh, animal skinned out, you got to flush them, and you got to salt them. And that's a lot of work to flush out a, a, a bear hide and take the pads and turn the lips black and everything. black bear, they're so greasy. So, I mean, some out, but most of the outfitters now, they'll have a freezer in base camp, and they tag them, they roll it up, they get it off, well, they get it off the animal, measure it, and then, and then put it in the freezer, and then they have a tax room, usually within the area, that will take it and, and, and do the prep work on it. And then ship, they can either ship you the dried or salted skin, or um, they can mount it right there or do the rug right there. So that's something to look at, it's too. It's still one of the, my favorite trophies in the world is a beautiful black bear rug. I mean, they're, they're amazing. And, and they I don't are. Know, I, I mean, they're just absolutely amazing. And black bears and actually don't rub as often as a brown no, bear. No, especially an older, bigger black bear. One, one way to know that it's a bigger black bear, especially later in the season, is that the big males will not rub. They still look good. They still look good. They're like a, they're like a mountain lion, shiny. That's exactly right. And people, you know, if you go on a bear hunt and you're like, is that big or not? And it's got spotty and it's blotchy and you're on a late May or early June hunt. Mm. there's a good probability that that's not a very big bear because the big bears will not rub like that. They don't, uh, they're still shiny and, and it's a little, little bit of a trick for you, a little tip for you. But the, but bears are, are judging a bear is like judging a person. If you watch a person walk up and down the sidewalk, not talking the young kids these days playing on their phones with the saggy pants, that doesn't count. But a normal person is <laughs> out walking. Uh, a kid has a more normal stride. He's not shuffling. An old, think of an old guy like in a trench coat. You know, 60 years old, maybe a little bit of a beer gut. You know, he's going to be shuffling and maybe a little bow-legged. And, uh, you know, same way with a bear. A bear, a big old bear, he is not, like, looking around at everything. He doesn't really give a crap about the rest of the world. He's walking slower, methodically eats slower. He shuffles more. Uh, you can really see it in a brown bear. Brown bears are much easier to judge than a Black bear's bear. Black bears are tough. I made a mistake with a black bear in Canada. She, she came in. She was a sow, okay? I had no idea. She was white at the butt. She had that waddle. She came into the bait, and she walked in front of it, and I was like, mm, she's not that big, or he's not that big, because I usually use the barrel as a, a, a tool. Uh-huh. And I was like, he's not that big. Then she, she turned, and she's got that big crease in her forehead, and her head looked like she had no neck. And I was like, man. I sat there and watched her, and I was like, mm, you know what? I, I better shoot her. That's the, I, I thought it was him. I said, I better shoot him. I, and I was like, that's a good bear. Boom, I blasted it, right? Shot it with my bow, bear runs off, get down, go over there. It, it, now, super old. They figured it was like 14, 15-year-old, had hardly no teeth in it, but it was a female, and it was a big sound. happen. But, but, I mean, as many bears I'd killed, I didn't think I was going to make That's that That's the nice thing about a dog hunt. You can see the size of the bear versus the dogs. I mean, you get a bear that's really old, you can actually, I mean, they, you can at least see the nuts on some of those old bears, especially yeah. a brown bear. If a, if a female bear is spooked from with dogs or stuff, and you can watch them pee backwards, if they're peeing backwards, it's definitely not a dude. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Unless it had... And unless, then they it don't get the, unless it had the same surgeon as Jenny Bruce. Right. <laughs> then, they don't get, then they don't get killed. <laughs> Jenny Bruce. <laughs> you okay, Brad? 
Is it? This is really. I, I, I hope. <laughs> hey, hey, Dennis. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am because this is. Uh, uh, this and if you have to know who Jenny Bruce is, you haven't. Uh, you haven't watched so, the news enough. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So, so, so yep. So would you do? Would, would you do a? Uh, um, I'd do any hunt. Yeah. Would Would you do it if you had your choice? Bear DIY spot and stalk. Which one would it be, Brad? Spot and stalk. Spot and stalk. Ryan. Uh, spot and stalk with with the option of dogs. So when I get bored and the hunting is crappy, I can chase them all day long. So Honestly, I don't stalk. like hunting where I got to sit around. My favorite way of hunting is be so tired at the end of the day, I have to either take a nap in the middle of the day because I'm not getting enough sleep, or I sleep normal. I don't like hunts where I'm sitting there and going back to camp for three or four. And if I got a lot of office stuff to do, it's okay. So that can be fun. But honestly, when I go hunting, it's more fun just to go hunting. You can take and, a nap, though, anywhere, anytime. Oh, spot and stalk. But a really, like, really boom. big bears. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> but a really big bear, though, they're usually easier to sh- sh- get them at right in the evening. And your, your, most of your day is, is spent wasted. That's why I love dog hunting. You know, you saw a big bear in the morning. You couldn't get on him. You take the dogs, let it go, and then you go chase the bugger. So I like, I like uh, dog. And I've only done – I've never shot a bear using dogs, but I've been out with guys shooting him. Right. And if you have a hunter, honestly, the hunters never get bored. Um, and most, I've never seen a hunter that really felt that bad about a bear. Because when you shoot them out of a tree with a 416 <laughs> Rigby, they're usually dead before they hit the ground. You, you know what? Either of those, they're, they, yeah, you're not sitting in a tree all day, or you wouldn't sit all day, sit morning yeah. and evening, but um, more action. There'd be a lot, that'd be fun. I'd, I would do that. I haven't done it ever. I haven't done it with dogs. I would say for me, it would be the same. British Columbia, Spot and stalk and dogs combination, mm-hmm. and then and we I, have a couple good outfitters will, actually in the yes. system now that are that do really good, that. Really, really good, really good, and and I never hear complaints. All, I have friends; they love taking their kids. They said, "Man, my kid, all he talks about is hunting with them damn dogs and <laughs> and how much fun it was and chasing them, and he got to go handle the dogs." And the kid learned a lot about animal care. He he was more interesting than just driving around sitting in a bait pile. If you want, if you are listening and you want a cinnamon color phased bear, best thing in the world. Can of Krylon. No, no, (laughs) Brian. Best thing in the world, British Columbia, a dog because they can let him go and and you can run him until you find yourself catch and release. Yep, exactly. And and actually, like Northwest Montana and actually the Bighorns both have a lot of cinnamon. And, and red bears. But the problem is a lot of times if there's a lot of hunting pressure, your locals a lot of times will shoot the bears because they want they, they like the blonde, they like the cinnamon. So it's sometimes harder to find a big blonde or cinnamon that's old. That's why black. I say British Columbia. And then so my second favorite way, right behind that, you like to be dead. You know what? I, I don't mind a hunt where I sleep in the middle of the afternoon, take a nap, and then go out in the evening and sit in a tree stand and listen to my headphones and take in nature and have a bear come in and whap him with my bow. I have no problem. Well, with you that can person. sit there and and if you got cell phones, yeah, yeah. look at your favorite Instagram uh, famous celebrity athletes. Yeah, Instagirls. Instagirls. Yeah. See, mine's hunting. Yours is. See, they have a feed on your uh, face on that that front page, and it's based on what you're l- used to looking at, Brian. And you should really clean yours up. So, all right. Insta Bears. Insta Bears. There you go. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you listening. You can find us just about anywhere Spotify, Google, all those podcasty yeah, places. All, all the podcasts. How about Twitter? You think iTunes? Twitter will promote this site? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. On that note, uh, we appreciate you listening in. Hopefully, these are helping you like crazy. I know we love bringing them to you. As always, stay safe, be healthy. 
And oh, before you forget, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, okay? Go ahead and subscribe. And if you want to go to Facebook or Instagram, check us out there. You can follow us on those social media outlets. We uh, are always updating it and bringing great hunting pictures and content from around the world for you, okay? Uh, and Asian Mountain's a good one, too, if you want to go to that one. But hit subscribe on this. Stay healthy, be safe, and have a great week.